Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com 954-589-2204 Welcome aboard, this is Zaslow Show 2.0 Welcome! Zaslow Show 2.0, it is a Monday, the 13th of November. Good to have you aboard, part of the Believe Podcast Network and presented as always by Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE, 800-747-3733. If you've been involved in any kind of an accident, a personal injury, not of your own doing, you deserve to get compensated and Anna Jarn Levine accident attorneys, they will put their skills, their experience, their expertise to work for you. First you call 911, then you call Anna Jarn Levine accident attorneys. 800-747-FREE, 800-747-3733. Got a lot to get to today. I'm so thrilled to have you guys aboard here on a Monday. We got some fun stuff to catch up on. Obviously, we got Dolphins from a bye week. But this was a really good weekend for the Dolphins, so we'll get to that. We'll have our NFL rundown, which we have every Monday brought to us by Brunt Insurance, bruntinsurance.com. 
Heat and Panthers. Great weekend for our South Florida sports teams. Our favorite little basketball team, our favorite little hockey team. Both of them had great weekends. I mean, hey, everything is happening, all right? You got the basketball going. You got the college basketball is rolling. And Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, NHL, all in full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All the hoops betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips, with both desktop and mobile access available at any time. Head to the Bet Online today and remember to use your promo code Believe, B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. So, I hope you all had a great weekend. If it was a long weekend because of Veterans Day, that's awesome. I hope you guys listened to me. I filled in on Amber and Ian on Friday night with uh, great girl Amber Wilson. That was a lot of fun. Most of the show was Harbaugh. Like, Harbaugh, you got the Harbaugh news that afternoon. So, like, the whole show was really uh, Jim Harbaugh-themed, essentially. Tonight, though, I'm in again, filling in on Amber and Ian. So tonight, you'll be able to hear me again with my old co-host, Amber Wilson. I'll be with her tonight from 7 to 10 p.m. on ESPN Radio. I'll be doing a lot of NFL reaction. Maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll sprinkle in some NBA, sprinkle in some NBA there. Keep you posted on, on what's going on Monday Night Football tonight. Broncos and Bills. Obviously, we're all rooting for the Broncos type. But make sure you're listening tonight, 7 to 10 p.m., Amber and Ian ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Sirius XM Channel 80, locally ESPN 106.3 FM, West Palm. Looking forward to hanging out with my girl Amber Wilson again tonight. So, this was a really good weekend, number one. So, my son, my, my son who plays soccer, he plays for his high school team also, plays for his school, Poznak. They have a game tonight, but over the weekend, he had a club game with Weston Select. My son is still, he's still recovering from a broken finger which is keeping him at a goal. It's it's not healed yet. It's been over a month. It's not healed yet. But as a result, he's been able to play in the field a little bit for a change. Scored a goal over the weekend. So how about that? So loved seeing that. Shout out to my older son, Corey. U15, Weston Select Boys. We're having a nice little season. You know, he had some controversy at the beginning of the year. Lost some kids. And they bounced back really nicely. Having a nice little season. So shout out. To Weston Select, U15 boys, and my son got his first goal of the season. He rarely gets to play in the field, so the fact that he was able to score on Saturday. We had to go to Fort Myers. We were in Fort Myers for his game. So, that was really cool. Glad he got to see some time in the field. Glad he got to score. Anyway, and, and they won, most importantly. So, anyway, that's what we had going on on the weekend. Also, on Friday afternoon, because it was Veterans Day, took my younger son. We, we go to the... My older son and I... Go to the movies all the time for the horror movies. My younger son and I, we go to the movies all the time for the superhero movies. We saw the Marvels on Friday afternoon. Liked it. My, my son loved it. I liked it too. It was fun. It was light. Uh, yeah, I enjoy, I mean, mainly, like, it's, it's really a vehicle to get to the next level, the next story, the next phase in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. If you're into those movies, no spoilers, but if you're into those movies, you're going to see the Marvels because you're hoping something is going to happen. You're hoping it's going to get you to that next phase that you're hoping for. And without giving any spoilers, you're not going to be disappointed. All right. So 
The movie was fun. I think we all got out of it what we wanted to get out of it, if you understand what I'm talking about. And away we go. So, yeah, and the Marvels getting really good reviews, by the way. So, <coughs> excuse me. Anyway, I enjoyed the Marvels. We saw that on Friday afternoon. Now, and by the way, new episode of It's Still Real to me. We caught up on everything pro wrestling related yesterday afternoon that came out. So make sure you go catch up on that. Certainly before Monday Night Raw tonight or whatever. Like, it's it's not exactly dated. So you go, go check out this week's episode of It's Still Real to me. Me and my pal Joey Levin. All right. So... Let's start out here. We had a great sports weekend for our favorite teams. Our favorite little basketball team, our favorite little hockey team, both of them. 2-0 the weekend, both of them rolling right now. How about the Miami Heat? Let's start out with our favorite little basketball team. Now, next up, they have an in-season tournament game tomorrow. They're at the Charlotte Hornets tomorrow. They're already 1-0, the Heat, in the tournament. So, and, and if the Heat win tomorrow... Things get fun for the in-season tournament. Like, if you want to get jacked up about it, if you wanted to have some juice, if the Heat win in Charlotte tomorrow, which would be their sixth win in a row, if the Heat win in Charlotte tomorrow, then the in-season tournament begins to get some juice. Because your next game is at New York in the tournament, and the final match play game there is home against Milwaukee. If you go into New York with a chance to go 3-0... and in the tournament, then you're going to get to the fourth and final game, win that game, you're going to Vegas. You're in the quarterfinals. Can you imagine a home game against Milwaukee for the in-season tournament with the chance to go to Vegas? That game's got some juice to it, especially considering you owned that ass last year in the playoffs, and they already beat you earlier this season when the Heat already look like a clearly different team. And by the way, the Bucks, they ain't doing so hot. So anyway, the in-season tournament looks like it could have a little bit of juice to it. Now, as far as this weekend goes, so the Heat on Saturday night, they're in Atlanta, a game that they led the entire way. They win 117-109, played really, really well. The main story, Bam out of bio, 26 points. 17 rebounds, 9 of 10 from the floor, 8 of 8 from the free throw line. No Jimmy Butler that night either. No pro- no Tyler Hero, of course. No problem. Bam continues an amazing start to his season. Maybe the big story that night, Jaime Jaquez Jr., 20 points, 4 assists. So after a little bit of a rough start, so again, a ton of playing time. Little bit of a rough start. That seems to be a thing of the past now. Jaime Jaquez Jr., belongs and looking like a player, a kid who's more advanced than most rookies. Josh Richardson, another great story from Saturday night. I told you a few days ago, I wasn't sure Josh Richardson is playable. He's been so bad. And finally, Saturday night had a breakout game. 16 points, 6 for 7 from the floor. So we'll get to some more of that in a second here because there was carryover yesterday evening. But Josh Richardson, excellent job Saturday. It felt really good for him, kind of snapping out of that early season funk. <clears throat> the Heat now yesterday have a chance for a fifth consecutive win and to sweep this three-game road trip after starting out in Memphis. The Heat are trailing like 25-9 to nine early on. Trailing big, they come back. It's a tight, well, they're down like six, eight points Really the rest of the way. 
The Heat were down by 10 with about eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. Then Duncan Robinson, drive to the basket. Duncan Robinson, three-pointer in the corner. Duncan Robinson, fast break layup. Duncan Robinson, who I believe, not a career high, he had 26 points last night, but 26 points, five rebounds, four assists, four to seven from three. I think last night was the best game of Duncan Robinson's career. He drives to the basket now. He rebounds. He can defend a little bit. And I I really think the Heat fan, you got to put a little bit of respect on Duncan, Duncan Robinson's name. He has come back from the, from the abyss. Wasn't playing last year. And now this year, had a really good postseason. And now, at this point of his career, and coming back from where he was, has expanded on his game. Credit to John Crotty, who was all over it throughout the broadcast last night. Duncan has has now expanded his game where he's driving to the basket. He's coming off the dribble, creating his own shot. This is a guy who puts some respect on his name because we don't have to complain about the contract anymore. This is a valuable player to them once again. And by the way, also put some respect on Duncan Robinson's name. Let's be honest here. Duncan Robinson is the franchise's all-time leader in three-point field goals made. Duncan Robinson is one of the great Heat players of all time. And think of, like, uh, you're, you're, you're rolling your eyes when I say that. Duncan Robinson has been on this team now. This is his sixth year with the team. Sixth year. And in both NBA Finals that he's been, you know, 2020, 2023, has been a major player. Duncan Robinson is one of the great Heat players of all time. And I don't mean mean as far as, you know, talent level that that he's on, you know, along the likes of the guys whose whose banners are hanging in the rafters, jerseys are hanging in the rafters. But I'm talking about, he's been here for six years. That's a very long time in today's NBA. Tim Hardaway was here for six years. Shaq was here for three and a half. LeBron was here for four. Jimmy Butler's been here for five. Duncan Robinson has been here for six years. I'm really thrilled for Duncan, who had a great game last night. Bam had 24 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists. And Josh Richardson, your boy Josh Richardson. So the Heat get back into it because Duncan Robinson had a huge fourth quarter. Kevin Love, by the way, excellent job last night as well. What do you have, 11 in the third quarter, I think it was? The bench, I know Robinson started last night. Josh Rich, and jo- did Jay Rich start last night in place of Kyle Lowry? Lowry had a rest day. Jay Rich may have started last night. Josh Richardson, how about this? So the Heat, the game is tied at 110. I'm sorry, the Heat are trailing. The Heat are trailing 110-109 with about two minutes left, and the energy finds Josh Richardson. Robinson driving. Top side, Richardson, here comes a three. Come on! Josh Richardson, both of his... So, Jay Rich, big balls, puts the Heat up 112-110. The Heat get a stop. It may have actually been Jimmy Butler's steal. The Heat get the stop. And then on the other side, all of a sudden, Jay Rich looking like the guy we thought we were bringing back. Richardson... Richardson over Vassell. Another one. Richardson. Josh Richardson. 
Seven huge points for Jay Rich down the stretch. He also added two free throws at the very end to ice the game when they were only up by three. He made it a five-point game. Heat win 118-113. But Josh Richardson hitting the three to take the lead. The next possession, one-on-one, 15-footer. Yes, the Heat go up by four. Richardson, 12 points, four assists last night. Four to seven from the floor. Two for four from three. And back-to-back games, big time. Big time performance from Josh Richardson. So happy for Josh Richardson. So happy for Duncan Robinson. Jaime Jaquez Jr. Bam at a bio. Jimmy returned last night. He was fine. I think he had like 15. And now, five consecutive wins. The Heat were sitting one and four. They're now third in the East. Five consecutive wins, six and four. And looking like a completely different team. Looking like a team that, once again, What's always been their greatest strength? The sum of the parts. And Bam at a bio, you know, they're getting it from Love, from Robinson, from Richardson, from Haquez. And Bam at a bio, best player on the team right now. Yeah. Especially with Tyler Hero out. And you know what? He sat out for rest. You always got to rest. Sat out for rest yesterday. But before that, the game in Memphis and the game in Atlanta, Kyle Lowry. Really nice couple games. Gotta be fair. I don't like him, but I gotta be fair. So. You're feeling real good about your favorite little basketball team right now. Five straight wins, third in the East, six and four. Tournament game tomorrow night at Charlotte. And now you're, you're watching you're watching good basketball. They were dreadful the first few games. They were a Cade Cunningham miss away from 0-5. And now I think everyone feels real good about where the team is at. But my overriding thought. So happy for Duncan Robinson. So happy for Josh Richardson. So that's your favorite little basketball team. Who goes 2-0 over the weekend? How about your favorite little hockey team? The Florida Panthers. The Panthers, on Friday night, they take on the Carolina Hurricanes for the first time since sweeping that ass. And Matthew Kachuk with the greatest moment in Florida Panther history. Game-winning goal with under four seconds remaining to win the Eastern Conference Championship. Look, it's right here. This is the picture. Kachuk skating into the arms of his teammates on the bench. Best moment in Panther history. The Hurricanes are back in town. Panthers kick their ass. 5-2, to two, the Panthers went on Friday night. Fuck the Carolina Hurricanes. Rod Brindamore talking about how it wasn't a sweep. He was there. It didn't feel like a sweep. They swept you, and they kicked your ass on Friday night. I hope that felt like an ass-kicking, Rod Brindamore. Up yours. So the Panthers on Friday night, and by the way, how the tables have turned when it comes to the Panthers and the Hurricanes. I mean, the Hurricanes used to absolutely own us. We own that ass now. And then Sunday afternoon, a little Sunday afternoon hockey at Ameren Bank Arena. The Panthers, Panthers and Heat both with games yesterday. Best way not to be focused on the Dolphins not playing on an NFL Sunday. Got the Panthers at one, got the Heat at seven. And so yesterday... The Panthers, early, like first two minutes into the game, they strike first against the Blackhawks. It's mom's trips while the moms are here in Florida enjoying themselves. Here's Rodriguez putting it in front. And again in front, and Edmund Larson scores! The tapping goal, 39 seconds into the game. Oliver lights the lamp. Yeah, Oliver Ekman Larson, fourth goal of the season. Panthers up 1-0 real early in this one. Blackhawks. I remember the Blackhawks beat the Panthers. I think it was 5-2 earlier in the season in Chicago. Then it's 1-1. Sam Reinhart gives the Panthers back the lead in the first. Here's Kachuk. 
takes a shot, scores, finds its way in. Power play goal. It's a 2-1 lead for Florida. I think Rhino's going to get this one. Reinhardt's 10th goal of the season. Panthers up 2-1. It was 2-2 after the first period. And then in the third period, Reinhardt again. Jin to feed it to Forsling. There's the shot. Knocked down in front. Reinhardt to feed. They score. He banked it in. Sam Reinhardt with his 11th of the year. Reinhardt's 11th goal of the season. By the way, he's on pace for over 60 goals this year. He's going to be a free agent in this after this season. Panthers could be in trouble as far as that goes. But we're focused on right now. Anyway, the Blackhawks tied. It's 3-3. After two periods, and in the third period, early in the third period, the Panthers get what winds up being the game-winning goal. Matthew Kachuk sends it to the net, save, rebound, Verhage scores! Carter Verhage gives the Panthers the lead in the third period. That's right, so Carter Verhage, the Panthers hang on. Extra skater, empty net, Blackhawks. The Panthers stave off the Hawks there. Really didn't even get too dicey. And the Panthers now, 4-3 victory. All of a sudden, second in the Atlantic. Third overall in the East, 9-4-1. Remember, the Panthers started 0-2. They're now 9-4-1. They got Sam Bennett back yesterday. Brandon Montour is very close. And right behind him is going to be Aaron Ekblad. So, It felt like, all right, can we stay afloat until we get the guys who were injured back in the lineup? But no, the Panthers are playing great hockey. And they're going to get these guys back in the lineup. I'm very excited about the Panthers. I'm very happy with where the Heat are. We're in it, man. And we got the Dolphins who are back in action coming up this weekend. It's all happening. So even though the Heat, uh, excuse me, even though the Dolphins were off this weekend... This was a great, and by the way, good things happen for the Dolphins too. We'll get to that in a moment here. This was a really good weekend for the South Florida sports fan. You know what makes the weekend even better? Go to SheetsGiggles.com. Order yourself some new bed sheets. Surprise your wife. Use promo code ZASLO. 20% off checkout at your first order. Use promo code ZASLO when you go to Sheets Giggles. Your wife, your husband, whatever you got going on, surprise them this holiday season. You're going to have the softest, coolest, most breathable sheets you've ever had. You're not going to have to worry about where you're shopping for your bed sheets anymore. I got a eucalyptus mattress. I got a eucalyptus pillow. I get the most comfortable sleep I've ever had. That's right. Sheets and giggles. Sustainable eucalyptus sheets. And you're going to become, just like the Zaslow family, one of over 100,000 Americans who are sleeping on sheets and giggles and never turning back. I'll tell you who's excited about the Heat and Panther start right now. My man Colin, the founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles. He's making sure that the sheets are sustainably made from eucalyptus trees. The environment is safe, and we're all getting such great sleep. I'm so comfortable when I lay down in my bed. Right there, that's where the magic happens right there. It's also where I get the great sleep because of Sheets and Giggles. Go to SheetsGiggles.com. Use promo code ZASLO, 20% off at checkout. Again, SheetsGiggles.com, promo code ZASLO. All right, so it's Monday. We got one more game tonight. All right, tonight I'm doing, again, I'm doing ESPN Radio tonight. Amber and Ian hosting with Amber Wilson. I'm really looking forward to that. We got a lot of NFL to cover, but... You guys are listening to this right now. And you're saying to yourself, Zaz, there was so much Week 10 NFL action yesterday. It finishes tonight. Broncos, Bills. Let's get to our Week 10 NFL rundown. 
Our Week 10 NFL Rundown brought to us every Monday, as always, by Brunt Insurance. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance delivers you comprehensive insurance coverage tailored exactly to your needs. I've been getting my homeowner's insurance with Brunt Insurance for 10 years now. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home, auto, life insurance. If you're looking for affordable care that offers you the best coverage for your automobile, your motorcycle, your boat, 954-589-2204. You're making the right call. The team at Brunt Insurance has the expertise and experience to find the perfect coverage for you. And you get comprehensive policies on both trailers and motorhomes as well. Whatever you're looking for. When it comes to home, renters, condo insurance, there's so many options out there. You don't have to worry when you call Brunt Insurance, 954-589-2204. They specialize in making all the confusing options crystal clear. Fully licensed team helps you every step of the way. The agents at Brunt Insurance specialize in finding the right policy, and they're going to educate you on all your options, so you're going to know exactly the ins and outs of your policy of choice. 954-589-2204, bruntinsurance.com. Let's get to our Week 10 NFL Rundown. We start out in London. Actually, I think this game was in Germany, all right? It was overseas. Whatever. It it was in Europe, all right? The Colts beat the Patriots yesterday 10-6 in a brutal game. The Colts improved to 5-5. The Patriots, you'll love to see it. They dropped to 2-8. Gardner Minshew was 18 for 28. 194 yards and an interception. Jonathan Taylor had 23 carries for 69 yards and a touchdown. Mac Jones, he sucks. He was 15 of 20, 170 yards, a really bad interception. He got benched ahead of the final drive of the game. The Patriots are down four, a chance to drive and win the game, and they pull Mac Jones for Bailey Zappi, who then fake spikes and throws an awful interception to end the game. As clock, the clock, though, is rolling. Ball's placed on the 40. Less than 40 seconds to go. Zappi with a fake snap. Fake spike by Mays intercepted. Oh, boy. Rodney Thomas. A Bailey Zappi fake spike leads to a game ceiling. Interception. First time a Bill Belichick team has started 2-8 since the year 2000. What a surprise that the most overrated coach in the history of the NFL is struggling again this year without Tom Brady. Colts 5-5, Patriots 2-8, Colts win 10-6. The Houston Texans in Cincinnati, they have become one of the best stories of the season. And with the game tied at 27, C.J. Stroud drove the field for the Texans. Texans blew a late lead. Bengals would tie it. C.J. Stroud drove the field to put the Texans in position to kick a game-winning field goal. Field goal to take a lead with five seconds to go. Off the practice squad for the lead, and it is good! It is good! Amendola from 38 yards! And the final is in! And the Texans have won it! The Texans win 30-27, a shocker, 
at Cincinnati. Texans improve to 5 and 4. Bengals drop to 5 and 4. CJ Stroud 23 for 39, 356 yards, a touchdown and an interception. It may sound crazy, but Forget Offensive Rookie of the Year. C.J. Stroud, depending on what happens with the remainder of the Texans' season, like, what if they win the division? They're only a game back at Jacksonville. We may have to talk, or at least give some thought, to C.J. Stroud, MVP. Yeah, it sounds crazy, but it's true. Noah Brown, seven catches, 172 yards. Joe Burrow was 27 for 40, 347 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, Jamar Chase, Five catches for 124 yards and a touchdown. The Pittsburgh Steelers would hang on with a 23-19 win over the Green Bay Packers. Jordan Love throws a late interception as the Packers are driving the field. Kenny Pickett, 14 for 23, 126 yards. Jalen Warren, 15 carries, 101 yards and a touchdown. Love was 21 for 40, 289 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Steelers improved to 6-3. Packers dropped to 3-6. The Steelers are just a half game back of first place Baltimore. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they put it on the Tennessee Titans. Will Levis, he got the start for the Titans. He was 19-39, 199 yards and an interception. Baker Mayfield, 18 for 29, 278 yards, two touchdowns and an interception, including this touchdown pass to Mike Evans. Mayfield to Evans again at the five. Muscles is winning. Touchdown, Tampa. Evans finished with six catches, 143 yards, and a touchdown. Bucks win 20 to six. They improved to four and five and snap a four-game losing streak. The Titans they drop to three and six. The Cleveland Browns win a thriller at the Baltimore Ravens. A game that the Ravens were up by two touchdowns, 31-17. Eventually, they get within one score. Lamar Jackson picks six. Ball was deflected. The Browns intercept it and give themselves a chance to get right back in the game. Right here. Browns with touchdowns on their last two possessions. Deflected, picked off, and taken back by Newsom. Newsom stayed in bounds. Touchdown. Wow. So that's midway through the fourth quarter, but the Browns would miss the extra point. It's 31-30. They would force a punt from the Ravens. They would kick the game-winning field goal. The Browns shocked the Ravens 33-31. Deshaun Watson, 20 for 34, 213 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Amari Cooper, six catches for 98 yards. Lamar Jackson, 13 for 23, 223 yards, a touchdown and two interceptions. He had 41 yards rushing. The Browns improved to six and three, huge win. The Ravens, they dropped to seven and three. And now you got a log jam there in the AFC North. The San Francisco 49ers coming off of a bye and a three game losing streak. Just as I expected, they crushed the Jaguars. 34 to 3. Brock Purdy, 19 for 26, 296 yards, three touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey, 16 carries for 95 yards, six catches for 47 yards. Trevor Lawrence, 17 for 29, 185 yards, two interceptions. Niners improved to 6 and 3. Jaguars drop to 6 and 3. The Minnesota Vikings, 
a 27-19 win over the New Orleans Saints. And Josh Dobbs, best story in the league this year. Third down and six. Stepping up, Dobbs. Nothing downfield, spinning away, gets a block from Derisaw. Dobbs trying to shake his way to the end zone! Josh Dobbs, 23 for 34, 268 yards and a touchdown. He also had 44 yards rushing and a touchdown. TJ Hawkinson, 11 catches, 134 yards and a touchdown. David Car- Derek Carr, excuse me, got hurt. Jameis Winston entered the game. He was 13 to 25, 122 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Vikings win their fifth in a row, 27-19. They improved to six and four. The Saints drop to five and five. Kyler Murray made his season debut. The Cardinals get a field goal late to beat the Falcons, 25 to 23. Murray was 19 to 32. 249 yards and an interception. He had 33 yards rushing and a touchdown. Here's the Cardinals quarterback after the game. I mean, they scored the touchdown, and in my head, I was like, yeah, there's no, like, of course it sets up like this, you know, for, for us to go back down and score. And, um, you know, at that point, like, you got to make your mind up. You know, there's uh, no quit, no quit, no quit in that group. Um, and I think we showed that tonight. What's going through your head on the, the third and ten where you're scrambling all over the place? Told the lady, man, it was uh, – had to make my mind up, you know. I, I know, you know, it kind of it may sound cliche or like not possible, but it was it was for me. It was like, I, I, at the end of the day, you know, if it comes down to me it being in my hands, I gotta, you know, I gotta make something happen. Um, you know, I, I didn't see anything downfield, so um, they honestly, I thought they had a pretty good contain, but you know, God bless me to be able to do things like that, and that was uh, that's kind of what happened. T.J. McBride, eight catches, 131 yards. Cardinals two and eight now on the season. The Falcons drop to four and six. I can't tell you how impressed I am with the Detroit Lions. Probably the best game yesterday afternoon. It was a shootout in Los Angeles. A very pro-Detroit crowd. Dan Campbell, fourth and two from about the 30-yard line with a minute and a half left, decides to go for it. He doesn't want to leave time on the clock. They pick it up. The Lions would drain the clock, kick the game-winning field goal. They beat the Chargers 41-38. Big balls by Dan Campbell. Jared Goff, 23 for 33, 333 yards, two touchdowns. Amon Ross St. Brown, eight catches, 156 yards, and a touchdown. Justin Herbert, 27 for 40, 323 yards, four touchdowns, and an interception. Keenan Allen had 11 catches for 175 yards and two touchdowns. The Lions improved to 7-2. and two. The Chargers dropped to 4-5. and five. Here's Dan Campbell in the locker room after the game. Every week is different, and you don't know what it's going to take to win the game. We did what we had to do to win the game. That's what good teams do. No matter what, man, I get it. Do not, do not ever feel bad or this or that about a win, man. They're too hard to come by. You earn that win. No matter what you say, you earn that win, and we will accept it, all right? All I've got is two game balls. All right, I got two. Give me the first one. Robin Thomas. Yes, sir! What's the next one? This guy's a f***ing rock, man. He does everything for us. He's an offensive player. Run game, pass game, third down. What do you need? He does it. He runs the ball, Mr. St. Brown. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. 
said, super impressed with Dan Campbell. I, I thought he was a meatball. I was not a fan. I was dead wrong. Lions, 7-2. Yesterday, Cowboys, they were a 17-point favorite against the Giants. That line was way too small. Cowboys crushed the Giants yesterday, 49-17. to Dak Prescott, 26-35, 404 yards, four touchdowns and an interception. C.D. Lamb, 11 catches, 151 yards and a touchdown. Tommy DeVito, 14 for 27, 86 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. Cowboys are 6-3, Giants drop to 2-8, they are miserable. The Seahawks win a close one against the Commanders, 29-26. Geno Smith, 31 for 47, 369 yards and two touchdowns. Kenneth Walker, 19 carries, 63 yards. He had one catch for 64 yards and a touchdown. Sam Howell was 29 for 44, 312 yards and three touchdowns. Seahawks are 6-3. They get back on track. Commanders drop to 4-6. And And finally, Sunday night football. Uh, Just an awful, awful game. One touchdown scored. It was by the Raiders. The game was tied at 9. They get a touchdown. They hang on to win 16-12 as a Hail Mary. The very end falls incomplete. Josh Jacobs, 26 carries for 116 yards. Devontae Adams had 6 catches for 86 yards. Garrett Wilson, 9 catches for 93 yards. The Raiders improved to 5-5. The Jets dropped to 4-5. Here's Raiders interim coach Antonio Pierce in the postgame locker room. Kind of everything we talked about, brick by brick. Holes in our will, relentless. Poise, we need some damn poise on that sideline. But more importantly, man, at the end, what was it? It was all here. Mm-hmm. Looking at the offense, special teams, then we're down to the defense, and we made plays like we said. We just doing the thing. Hey, look, it ain't going to be easy. We wish they all be like the first one, but they're going to have to grind it out on something. We know we got corrections. You know what it is. Let's nip that in the butt. But you know what today, you know what I'm about to say next. Say you Wednesday! And that right there is our Week 10 NFL Rundown brought to us by Brunt Insurance, 954-589-2204, bruntinsurance.com, as Week 10 finishes tonight with Denver at Buffalo. All right, so like I told you, this this was a great weekend. The Heat with a pair of wins, the Panthers with a pair of wins, And even though the Dolphins were on the bye, it felt like the Dolphins won because things all fell into the Dolphins' favor this weekend. Now, how was I enjoying all of yesterday's action? Of course, I got a Johnny Cuba in my right hand while I'm on the Zaslow Mansion family room couch. I'm watching football. I'm watching the Panthers. I'm watching the Heat. If you don't know about that Johnny Cuba, we're talking European roots with that Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can, official beer. Of Zaslow Show 2.0. I think we're going to be doing a little bit of a Johnny Cuba tailgate this Sunday at the Dolphins Raiders game. So stay, you know, locked in. I'll get you more details on that in the coming days. But if you haven't tried Johnny Cuba yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. Head to your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco y Mas. You pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. Muy delicioso. The most delicious beer there is around. I love when you guys send me a picture. You're enjoying a Johnny Cuba. Then I posted on my Instagram. Uh, you become famous. Everybody loves that. I mean, my man Kevin over the weekend, he sent me a picture. He had a Johnny Cuba in front of the TV. He was watching the Red Zone. That's what I'm talking about. Johnny Cuba. Make sure you always drink responsibly. And of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra. Stay tranquilo. So the Baltimore Ravens lose. 
the Jacksonville Jaguars lose. The Dolphins still technically are fourth in the AFC, but they're now even with Jacksonville at 6-3. and three. Jacksonville currently holds a tiebreak because of like strength of schedule. That'll all work itself out by the end of the year. We don't play the Jaguars this season, so we can't handle that situation on our own. Here's what the Jaguars have the rest of the way. Jaguars are hosting the Titans, then at Texans, Bengals, at Browns, Ravens, at Buccaneers, Panthers, at Titans. So the the Jaguars have that stretch there at Texans, Bengals, at Browns, Ravens, a very difficult four games over their next five. The Dolphins, we know the Dolphins' next five games are super favorable. All right, Dolphins' next five games. By the way, if you were watching Raiders and Jets last night, those two teams suck balls, and three of the Dolphins' next five games are against those two teams. So come on, what are we talking about here? Anyway, the Dolphins, Raiders at Jets, at Commanders, Titans, Jets. Those are the next five games. Got to go 5-0. and Got to go 5-0. and So that's why the Jaguars losing yesterday was huge. The Ravens losing yesterday was also huge because now the Ravens, instead of having a game up on the Dolphins, they're a half game up. They played more games. That's going to work itself out. Dolphins play the Ravens. Dolphins play the Ravens week 17. So if we're talking about getting a higher seed than them and potentially getting the second spot in the AFC where then you face the last wildcard team and also then you would host a second round game. Now the Dolphins, they control their own fate in that regard. It's going to be very difficult to catch Kansas City because they're a game back of the Chiefs. And, of course, the Chiefs own the tiebreak. Here's the, the remainder of the Chiefs' schedule. They have the Eagles on Monday night next week. At the Raiders. At the Packers. Bills. At the Patriots. Raiders. Bengals. At the Chargers. So, <clears throat> you got a couple tough games mixed in there. Dolphins losing the head-to-head with Kansas City really hurts. But, if the Dolphins finish super strong and take advantage of the week's schedule remaining and they beat Baltimore heads up, like those final three games, Cowboys at Ravens, Bills. If you're going to lose one of those games, you want it to be the Cowboys. I mean, it's a home game, and the Cowboys are not that good on the road, but if you're going to lose one of those games, you want it to the NFC team. You need to beat the Ravens if you have a chance. I don't think the Dolphins are going to catch Kansas City, even though they're one game back, because they're really two game back. But if you can get that second spot, you guarantee yourself two home playoff games before having to potentially go on the road for the AFC title game. If somehow Kansas City were to lose in the divisional, you would then host the AFC title game. So I think right now, the Dolphin fan needs to be concerned with trying to get that second spot. And the Jaguars and the Ravens losing this weekend put that very much in the picture for your favorite football team the rest of the way here. So that's what we're focused on. All right. A few other things that I got to get to here as far as the Dolphins go. And then I got got a little bit of NBA stuff I want to get to also. I better not hear anyone call the Jacksonville Jaguars a phony. Jaguars got their shit kicked in this weekend by San Francisco. A team that had lost three in a row. The Jaguars got their shit kicked in at home. Yes, by a good team. But I better not hear anyone call the Jaguars a phony 
for losing at home to a good team. Only the Dolphins are allowed to get called a phony. The Bengals blew it at home against the Texans. That was a Texan team, 4-4 four and four, rookie quarterback. The Bengals also lost at home. I better not hear anyone call the Bengals a phony. You're only a phony when you're the Miami Dolphins and when you lose on the road at the two teams that were in the Super Bowl last year and who are also first place in each conference. That's the only time you're a fraud. Not if you lose at home like the Jaguars, like the Ravens, like the Bengals. No. You're only a fraud if you lose on the road against the two teams that were in the Super Bowl last year and you're the Miami Dolphins. I better not hear anyone talk about those teams being a phony. No one. Not a single soul. Get out of here with that talk. That's reserved only for the Dolphins. I got to tell you, though. I, I'm so impressed with the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions right now, second in the NFC. And, and not only was I 1,000% wrong about Dan Campbell, but man, Jared Goff's a good quarterback. Goff has, I, I feel like he has a little bit of that Alex Smith in him, where he was the number one overall pick. He was good in San Francisco, but... You know, came on a little bit later than you thought he would, and then he was really good in Kansas City, right? I feel like Goff's got a little bit of that where number one overall pick, came on a little bit slow, got to a Super Bowl with the Rams, they couldn't wait to get rid of him, and now he's really good with the Detroit Lions. And by the way, that trade was a blowout in favor of the Detroit Lions, where they got Goff and first-round picks for Stafford. Yes, both teams got what they want because the Rams ultimately won the Super Bowl. That's what matters. But as far as the personnel goes, blowout in favor of the Detroit Lions. I'm very impressed. Very impressed with the Detroit Lions. Belichick continues to be the most overrated coach of all time. Mac Jones, definitely done in New England. They pulled Mac Jones. Mac Jones got benched two other times in blowouts. And Bill Belichick wants to tell you that, ah, oh, it's because the game was out of reach. You know, why, why throw him out there? Well... What do you say now when it's a one-score game and they took him out of the game with two minutes left? And then Bailey Zappi, ridiculous fake spike, throws an interception into triple coverage. That team is so bad, the Patriots. Belichick has no shot at Shula's record. Be lucky if he finishes the season. And I hate the talk about Belichick deserves to go out on his own terms. Why? Brady didn't get to go out on his own terms. And we now know Brady is why they won. Not Belichick. Brady didn't get to go out on his own terms. Why the hell would Belichick be allowed to go out on his own terms? And C.J. Stroud. Like I said, maybe there needs to be a conversation about most valuable player. Because he's the real deal. Those were, those were maybe the three biggest stories of yesterday for me. Tonight, though, Broncos-Bills. Obviously, we're rooting hard for the Broncos. Do not have much faith in the Broncos winning that game in Buffalo tonight. Monday Night Football. I do want to shift gears here now to the NBA. Before I do that, if you're thinking about getting a new car, you know where I'm sending you. Official car dealership of Zaslow Show 2.0. 
North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. That's right. At North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you're getting that North Fort Lauderdale Subaru promise. They provide the customers with an exceptional experience at their brand new state-of-the-art facility on North Andrews Avenue. It's that beautiful building. You can see it from I-95 at the Cypress Creek Road exit. With an extensive new and pre-owned Subaru inventory, plus used cars, trucks, SUVs of every make and model, you are sure to find your next vehicle at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. Plus, all new Subarus and most pre-owned vehicles come with a lifetime warranty, so you know you're covered. And right now at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you can make zero down payment, make zero payments for three months, and make zero security deposit. That's right, through the remainder of 2023. Or you could lease the 2024 Subaru Outback Premium for just $321 a month, 36 months, with $59.95 due at signing with approved credit, go to nflsubaru.com. That's nflsubaru.com for full details. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, the location you know with the experience you'll love. All right, let's do a little bit of NBA here. And what I want to talk about is, so NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, over the weekend, or I think maybe it was on Friday, he was on J.J. Reddick's podcast, The Old Man and the Three. And and you already know how I feel about Adam Silver these days. I think he's the softest commissioner in sports. He's way too pro-player, and his league has gotten out of control. So that's why some of this, com- this commentary from Adam Silver is pretty rich. So here's Adam Silver on J.J. Reddick's podcast, The Old Man and the Three. Very critical of a number of things, most specifically the commentary around today's game we can all do a better job and again i'm not just pointing to the media here is talking more about the game and i also my frustration a bit i think sometimes that the color commentary in our games gets reduced to um this team wanted it more or you know this team tried harder you know as as opposed to like there's really complex defenses. Like what's the offense? Like why is this team losing the way they are? Like why is this team successful? Explain what the pick and roll is. Explain, you know, you know it's it's funny as our friend Chris Paul is always saying, you know, what does ice mean? What does blue mean? Like ex- explain what's happening on the court because I think there is this sense that unlike in football where the coaches are viewed as these field generals going out there with the complex schemes. Then in basketball, there's a sense that it's just about athleticism, you know, or, you know, somehow, you know, the coach's job is just to get the guys to play hard, you know, as opposed to these. And again, you could speak so much better to this than I can, but these incredibly sophisticated um, defenses, offenses, I think just use another network example I think Kenny Smith, when he goes to that board, is a is a is a great example of helping explain the game um, visually, graphically to people to understand what's happening on the floor. So, again, not not necessarily knock on the media and of our partners because the league, it has to start with the league office, but let's talk more about basketball and then the other stuff I'm fine with, like have fun with the guys and you know the fashion shows, the guys are walking into the arena, all that. I'm not against it, but the game, the game, yeah. The debates around the goat and yeah, I, I, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking. All right. So let's just get this straight. And, and, and by the way, as if Adam Silver doesn't understand, it, it feels a little bit of like, look over here. I don't want you to see what's going on over here, but in a league that 
thrives on media attention. In a league that is as valuable right now that it's ever been because of all the media attention. And you're going to see that with the next TV rights deal that's coming up. But as if Adam Silver doesn't understand, like it or not, viewers, the audience, the NBA fan loves all the drama. They love all the extracurricular stuff. They love the transaction more than the game, unfortunately. But very critical of the commentary in a league where the players don't play. In a league where the players don't play, yeah, getting them to play hard is kind of a thing. So the whole, the, the commentary that Adam Silver is tired of where this team's playing harder than this team, this team wanted it more, yeah, getting players to play in a league that they A, love to complain, and B, don't want to play, Getting the players to play hard, kind of a big thing, Commissioner. And that has nothing to do with commentary. Yes, is there lazy commentary when guys are saying this team wanted it more, that kind of deal? Yeah, I understand that. But in a league where players are constantly sitting out and don't want to play hard, you know what? Talking about one team playing harder than the other, kind of, like, that's that's kind of relevant. And the whole... See, this is interesting. The whole bringing up Kenny Smith, you know, Kenny Smith going up to the board, this kind of controversy. Can I ask you something? When is the last time? See, inside the NBA, that studio show, it's the greatest studio show of all time. It gets talked about the next day, two days later, clips get played all the time. When's the last time you played a clip? When's the last time you talked to your friends about how incendiary Kenny Smith's commentary was on the board? Not that Kenny Smith doesn't know what he's talking about. Not that it's not good stuff that Kenny Smith is doing. Nobody cares. Everyone talks about Chuck and Shaq. No one cares about what Kenny Smith is showing you on the board. Bringing up Kenny Smith, it's actually a direct shot at Charles and Shaq. Even though that's the best studio show of all time. Adam Silver, that show is so good because we talk about it all the time. And we talk about how much fun they're having. Nobody ever talks about what Kenny Smith told you when he runs up to that board. Adam Silver is out to lunch if he thinks anyone cares about Kenny going to that board. When is the last time you talked about that as opposed to something Shaq and Chuck said? Get a clue. Focus less on commentary. Get your players to play. You have a league where he has to make new rules convincing players to play. And he's talking about explaining the pick and roll on NBA shows? Wake up. And you know why the NFL doesn't do all the transaction talk that the NBA does? NFL players are consistently, I mean, excuse me, NFL players are not consistently trying to get to different teams. In the season, they just play. The NBA player is constantly sitting out and trying to move teams. And by the way, There's only 17 NFL games. And your players play 82 and they're always resting. You can't compare it to the NFL. Wake up. I'll tell you. Those two minutes right there, that's tough to take. He is out to lunch, Adam Silver. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. Here's what we got for you. How about yesterday? The Philadelphia 76ers. They improved last night to 7-1. Excuse me, 8-1 with their win against the Pacers. 
Tyrese Maxey 50 points. That's right. While James Harden is now 0-4 since being traded to the LA Clippers. That's a big deal. Because it didn't even matter what they got back for Harden. It mattered that he's not there anymore. And now Tyrese Maxey can do his thing. Big deal or not a big deal? So this was Saturday night. Draymond Green, Cavaliers were at the Warriors. And Draymond Green with a dirty play on Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell comes back and shoves Draymond Green out the way. Here's the call. Their counterattack is serious tonight. Watch out now. Mitchell and Draymond. Just keep Draymond away so he doesn't get another attack. That's that's the awareness there. You don't want Draymond getting run. Mitchell, I think, was frustrated that he got his pocket pick, but you know what? He's going to send Draymond to the foul line. Yeah, he might have been just trying to bait Draymond into another tech, you know? Donovan Mitchell knows how important Draymond is. That seemed like it was on purpose. He shoved him. He's saying, don't do that on the other side. Yeah, he, he did that on purpose. He was upset about what happened on the other side with Draymond. Oh, I'm so over Draymond Green, parading around the court like a buffoon waving at the crowd, trying to fire up the crowd after he gets thrown out. They lost. Cavaliers won the game. Draymond Green pulls a dirty move. Donovan Mitchell runs back, does the same thing to him, and they throw Draymond Green out. Rightfully so. Now, should Donovan Mitchell have gotten a technical? Yes. I don't know how he got there without a technical foul. But Draymond Green getting thrown out? Yeah. Pretty obvious move. That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? Eddie Guerrero, WWE Hall of Famer, 18 years ago today. He passed away, drug overdose, one of the all-time great stars. Uh, Terrible tragedy. Wrestlers, fans still talk about him all the time now. That's a big deal. 18 years ago today, Eddie Guerrero passed away. And finally, big deal or not a big deal, Emery Williams, Kane's freshman quarterback, a compound fracture of his arm. He's expected to be ready for spring practice. That's great news. That's a big deal. He put his body on the line. To pick up a first down at FSU, the Canes fan now, they are going to, or they already love Emory Williams. That's, get your first career start, you give up your body to try and win at FSU, that's how you do it. That's a big deal. Good job out of that kid. And that right there is another edition of Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. Yes! Today's show also brought to you by Bet Online. Glad everybody started the week with us. Appreciate you hanging out with us. Please listen tonight, ESPN Radio. Me, Amber Wilson, Amber and Ian, 7 to 10 p.m. I hope you listen. we got a lot more NFL to get to. I'm looking forward to hanging out with our girl tonight. Thanks, everybody, who uh, helped out behind the scenes today's show. Obviously, I can never do it without all your help. You're, you're a vital piece of getting this show up and running every single day. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. 
You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.